911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, I thought that we could talk a little bit about something that I know that you carry with you every single day, something that I know distracts you, something that I know makes you feel bad at times, and something that I know you can actually use to your advantage if you understand it and you notice when it's happening. And that is the fact that you are not your thoughts. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, As you're sitting there, you might ask, Ashley, what the heck does that even mean? You are not your thoughts. Of course, my thoughts are a part of me. They come out of me. However, I have done a significant amount of training to understand the very element of how our thoughts are nothing that are a part of us at all. And I'm saying that because when I first got into my training with the Human Potential Institute, I remember several years ago, I I read something I read something this week and they're talking about how you could sell mindfulness on a water bottle and having these hot topic terms like mindfulness and being centered. And, you know, we've become this very eccentric culture when it comes to us trying to tap into something a little bit higher. But I'm finding that right now it's starting to come full circle. And I I think a lot of it has to do with everything that we've had to experience with the coronavirus and the elections and everybody wanting to find their sense of peace and serenity and understanding that we can actually find that within ourselves. But I remember first starting out when I did my training with the Human Potential Institute to become a certified life coach. And it was the first time that I've ever had to practice something like this for myself. During each training session, we would actually sit down and the instructors would do these certain mindful mindfulness trainings with us and they would teach us how to be able to sit within ourselves without having this this narrative going on in our minds. And an example is going to be this. Imagine you're having a conversation with somebody and it could be anybody. Typically, the way that we operate, the way that our minds work is the first thing that we're trying to do is come up with whatever it is that we're going to say to that person once they stop talking. It is such a difficult skill to be able to master this. However, when I realized that that's all that I did, I always tried to make sure that I had, I was, I'm a very witty person, right? So I always wanted to make sure that whatever my response was going to be, it was always going to be on point. And by doing that, and the more I recognized when I was doing this, I wasn't really paying attention to the person that was talking to me. And when you become certified in this way, A lot of what you learn is not necessarily the things that people are saying, but actually how they're saying it. You're paying attention to their demeanor, any physiological changes that might be going on with them, the tone in their voice, the the tempo in their voice. And by me always paying attention to what I was supposed to say in return, I most certainly was not paying attention to any of the other elements of context in regards to the information that they were conveying to me. And when you're a coach, that's really that's really the biggest part of things. And I started to, there, there was some defiance, if I'm completely honest, in kind of the woo-woo element of how things were taught at the particular school that I went to. But I took it a step further after I finished my training and I got to train under Dr. Mark Atkinson in a much more intimate setting when I decided to become certified as a psychological fitness specialist. Now, that means that essentially you do everything you can to learn how to control your mind. And he talks about this 
this element of us always having a radio me. The radio me, as he describes it, is that inner voice that we always hear, the one that we can't necessarily seem to get to shut up, especially when we're triggered or we're having these moments of disagreement or maybe we're feeling bad about ourselves, something we did, something we said, and this radio me comes on and it starts to kind of take over and it dictates how we feel. And when I learned that concept, when I learned that we actually aren't our thoughts at all, it it made me have a much deeper empathy for not only other people, but most certainly for myself, just because I might have thoughts that would be deemed bad or thoughts that I shouldn't be having. That doesn't mean that I am that person. That just means that those are the thoughts that are arising in, in my conscious mind at that particular time. And it's it's funny because the more and more that I'm on a path with particular data, particular information, the universe always seems to give me more of that particular information. And I know that I had made mention in our last episode of Don Dapani, the monk who studied for 10 years on how to concentrate. But one thing that I learned from him when he's talking about the, the same thing, you are not your mind, he's saying that you're you're separated from your mind. And he actually goes in depth with being able to prove this. And he says that your mind doesn't know things in terms of whether or not you should be eating vegetables versus eating junk food, for example. Your mind relies on you to be able to tell it. And think about that for a second. Your mind relies on you. So when we have this concept of knowing that our mind does not belong to us, it becomes something that we actually need to to cherish and we need to nurture. And it's our responsibility to be able to nurture it in the same way that we would with a child, because we're the ones that tell our mind exactly where it should go. And then our mind allows us to create action based on whatever we just told it. I have something that I wrote down in my calendar. You know how you can set these recurrent activities, these recurrent events on your calendar. And I wrote on here for it to repeat daily. It says thoughts equal emotion, equal energy and equal action. So when we tell ourselves a particular thought, or maybe we're having a thought that we don't necessarily want, and we tell ourselves to change it into something better, something healthier, that particular thought is going to create emotion within us. And that emotion is going to give us a particular energy. And then with that energy, we can actually take action. And I'm going to go with an example of something that does not serve us. So if I woke up this morning and I told myself that I feel like shit and completely honest with you, I'm not feeling like myself today. But if I allowed myself to tell myself just how much I don't feel good today, that would probably create a negative emotion within me. Maybe I would start to feel bad about all of the things that I know that I have to get done today. And maybe that bad energy would, maybe that that bad thought would give me the bad energy of knowing that I don't really feel like doing much of any of what I have to do today. And because of that, that poor energy, it would give me not action, but it would give me inaction, right? Maybe I would be downstairs still snuggled up with the dogs on the couch instead of upstairs where I, I have a very long to-do list sitting in front of me. And instead, the, the opposite is what I made sure with intention took place this morning. So I woke up and I recognized that I wasn't feeling like myself. I recognized that I knew something might be coming on yesterday and this morning it, it was proven true And I'm fine. I'm not like sick. I just know that I'm not feeling like myself. So in recognizing that, I allowed myself to actually practice a little bit of gratitude. And this might sound silly to you, but 
being able to do something as simple as drink water these past couple of days has been something that makes me very happy because I've been feeling a little sick to my stomach whenever I put anything in my mouth for these past couple of days. So by practicing that gratitude, it allowed my thoughts to shift. It allowed my, my, my complete cognitive awareness to be on something that was positive. And because of that, because of that gratitude and me being able to drink water without feeling sick, I was then able to kind of perk up a little bit and be happy about that fact. And because of that happiness, because of that gratitude that filled my, filled my chest, I was then able to take that, grab my laptop, and come upstairs. And as you can hear in my voice, my energy, I think, is pretty much on point. This is typically where my energy is, especially this early in the morning. And now with that good energy, I was able to take it and start to create this content. And it's the same exact cycle that can happen with all of us when we recognize that we are actually not our thoughts. Our thoughts are just the baseline. Our thoughts are the catalyst for everything in our life that takes place after that. I know I've mentioned the law of attraction many, many times and how I was able to manifest. And I know a lot of people hate that word, but it's absolutely the truth. Manifest the most beautiful $80,000 car into my life when at that point that $80,000 car didn't even exist. But for a month straight, I manifested, I, I figured out different ways. I watched people and, and I did training on how to understand how do I work my mind in a way to where I can manifest this particular thing in my life. And it happened. It happened in the most crazy way possible, but it happened. And it all came from understanding that we are not our thoughts. And actually, your thoughts don't even belong to you. The sad thing about that is that we can allow our thoughts to own us if we're not careful. And I'm going to encourage you today, as you're going about your day, maybe use the hour as a check-in point. The top of every hour, maybe check in with yourself and ask yourself, what, what have I been thinking? What am I thinking right now? How am I thinking? If you were to gauge yourself on a positive or negative rating, what side of that spectrum would you be on? And then if you are on the negative spectrum, choose to change it. Choose to change it. And then as you're checking in on the next hour, see how much your energy, your emotions and your actions have have changed throughout that past hour when you decided to make that shift. And I know as you listen to this, you might be having a hard day. It might have already been one of those mornings where it feels like the entire day has gone by and you've only been awake for two hours. I get it. We all have days like that. And I'm not saying that this is a technique that is perfect. However, I do believe that it is a technique that you can perfect. And know that no matter what you're going through, I am always available to help you, to support you. You can reach out to me on Facebook at Ashley Walton. If you have not already joined our Police Fire Military and Families Facebook group, we would love to have you in there and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.